Hello and welcome to Between the Mountains podcast with me, Chris. Today we've got Martina on the episode talking about her trip to Tasmania. She met up with some complete strangers on Crowdsurfing, I think was the website. And she has an epic road trip, 10 days around Tasmania. It's super fascinating. Martina is someone who's travelled a lot in her life so far. She's got a lot of experience and a lot of background to compare to and she fell in love with the place. So I really hope you enjoy the episode. If you've got any questions, then please feel free to get in touch. Also, if you're listening and thinking, I've got an exciting, adventurous travel to talk about, then please do get in touch as well. The email address to get me on is btmtravelpod at gmail.com or on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, you can get me on btmtravelpod. But with no further delay, let's get into it and hear about Martina and Tasmania. So hello, Martina. Thank you so much for coming on the Between the Pod to Between the Mountains podcast. Um, I did <laughs> that with the last again. episode as well. Uh, you think I'm good at this by now? <laughs> okay. Thank How you. are you? No, that's just that's we're just running. <laughs> How are you doing? Right, wonderful. I'm really good, actually. Getting thrown back here to old travel memories while in lockdown, so that's yes. better to do. <laughs> yeah, because at, at time of recording this, we are currently all in quarantine and lockdown from from COVID nineteen. So, if you listen to this in the future, what's it like? <laughs> what's it like? Oh, to travel? <laughs> what's it like to travel? <laughs> when we're free. <laughs> Best thing in the so, world. So we're gonna um we're gonna talk about Tasmania today, and your interesting travels there. How was it? Amazing. I mean, Tasmania is it's it's if you want to go to a place and kind of see everything in one place, Tasmania is definitely the place to go. It's just incredible. The mountains and just the scenery and the stars and the people, everything. It's it's absolutely amazing. Perfect. Yeah, and I think you were saying just before the call that the the sky is just incredibly lit up at night. The Milky Way. Yeah. 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 No, we we stopped at some random beach um and just crashed, just camped there for one night and just like literally went out the tent and it was just completely pitch black and the sky was black with just like like if someone would have just like painted with a white brush just right across just like the Milky Way. It was. I didn't even know you could see it like that. To be honest, it was Jeez. it was surreal. It was yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Definitely one of those moments you just have in like I can literally just close my eyes and just have that in front of me as if I saw it yesterday. Oh wow! I mean, out of interest, I, I see all the photos with the Milky Way, um, and I I know that they're on long exposures, but I don't know how that compares to the naked eye. How would you compare the naked eye to those photos you see with with the Milky Way really bright? I mean. I think honestly, um, the good pictures probably kind of look the exact same, but I mean, the difference is the experience around it because you wow. just kind of, you know, it, it, it gets dark and you're just sitting and all of a sudden someone looks up and just goes, wow. <laughs> yes. It's just yeah. so unexpected because it's not, I mean, we didn't see it going to, you know, we weren't looking for it, if I, you know, say like that. We just, we were camping. We were just crashing somewhere to sleep and we look up and we're like, holy smokes this is amazing so I mean I mean that's just mania like we had that one night and a few or maybe even the day or well two days after would have been we went to another beach just to crash there had breakfast early in the morning it was this little bay uh, just sitting talking having breakfast and all of a sudden there's just like a family of dolphins coming in going to bed and we're like 
how is this? And this is like within the first probably four days of Tasmania. So yeah, <laughs> it's a really so good it left start. Quite a lasting impression on you then. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why did you end up going to Tasmania? What was it? Was it a part of a bigger trip, or did you fly from Europe straight to Tasmania for the one one reason? No, it was a part of a bigger trip. So the trip itself was Australia for three months and then Asia for three months. And I started out in Melbourne. And I actually don't, I just, I saw Tasmania on a map. So that's kind of how I travel. I just, I, I see a cheap flight ticket and then I just go on Google Maps and see what's around it. And I saw Tasmania and it was like the most southern, southern, southern point of Australia. And I was like, that's a place to go. That That's probably interesting. <laughs> Um, and then I just found on, you know, I started kind of Googling it and I realized without a car, it's kind of impossible. And I just found this group on Couchsurfing. Um, and we just kind of ended up going seven, I think we were people in two cars, seven strangers <laughs> for 10 days, just driving around the island. So it was, I mean, I guess the reason was I, I saw it on the map and it just kind of worked out. <laughs> I don't think there was much more thought that went into it. To be fair, there's there's a lot of lessons to be learned in 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 taking chances with that that oh. sort of thing, you know, just just choosing a place and going for it. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it with any travel because I mean, you don't really have any expectations. And the kind of trip that I did in Tasmania, I mean, we were seven strangers in you know with in places in the bushes with no people and no cell phone reception. So we could have gone very 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 wrong or very 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 well. <laughs> Luckily, <we> did. <laughs> And it was luckily the latter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into the itinerary a bit more then. So let's start with day one and, and where you flew into. So I flew from Melbourne to our small town in the north of Tasmania called Launceston. Um, so I flew in there and then a part of the group flew into Hobart. So there's two different airports. Um, I flew into Launceston just because, you know, it was cheaper. Stayed in a hostel called the Art House Hostel. Um, just, I think I was there for two days, just kind of walked around. The town is really, really cute. Um, they have really good coffee. I actually tried to look up that coffee shop, but I can't remember, but it was, they have really good coffee, really nice people. Um, and just like really, it's just a beautiful town really, Yeah. which they kind of have all over, all over, um, Tasmania. Perfect. So you met up with the group uh, a little bit later that day? Yeah. Well, so I got there. So we were seven people and there was one guy from Melbourne taking the ferry over. So he was coming to Launceston, another girl who was already on Tasmania. And the three of us met up in Launceston, um, spent about three or four days together driving down to Hobart, like with like stops in different places and sleeping there. And then we met up with the rest of the group in Hobart and then just kind of um, continued down. We went to this little island called um, Bruni Island outside of Hobart. We saw some hikes, some mountains within the Hobart area. And then we had an inwards towards um, the center of the, of the island. What kind of hikes are we talking about in the area? Are they, are they quite strenuous or are they just really beautiful trails? It, it, I mean, you have literally both and everything in between. So we did, <laughs> what we did is we went to Launceston and just kind of got lost in there for like the first two days. Then we drove to a place called Bay of Fires, which I think it's, it's within the Mount Wellington National Park, uh, which is just really, really pretty. And just you kind of just walk around and, and explore. Um, then from there, we went to Wineglass Bay. And just in the Wineglass Bay, you have, I think you have like five different hikes to do there. 
So you have everything from like something that would just be kind of like a trail. And then you have one that would take probably seven hours and kind of rock climbing to go up to. And then you have um, the, what's it called? Overland track, which is about, I think it takes seven to 10 days. And like you have to be properly geared up. So you literally, I mean, if you're into hiking, Tasmania is definitely your go-to spot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's an afternoon stroll to to camping out in the backcountry. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's really it's amazing. <laughs> so we did that. We just went I like to. I'll add that to my list then. <laughs> Sorry, what? I said I'll add that to my list then. Oh yeah, no, for sure. We so we that's what we did. We did we went to Wineglass Bay. Um, then we the beach we slept at the day we saw the dolphins was was actually called Friendliest Beaches, which is also like if you're if you're into camping, that's a really good camping spot, uh, and it's free. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in Hobart, um, we saw like Mount Wellington, which is kind of like a lookout which you can drive up to. So, but you know, if you're in Hobart, that's pretty cool to see. Um, went to a beach called Seven Miles Beach, which is just like literally, I think it's seven miles. It's beautiful. Um, wow. And also Hobart as a town. I mean, it has history. It has like the Port Arthur, which we didn't go to, but uh, that's like like the like I think one of the most historical scenes in in Australia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you have a market called Salamanca Market, which is just, I mean they have so many like you know local everything. I mean crafts coffees, breweries, wine, you can get everything. So, I mean, Tasmania has both the nature part and the, the city or the, the town vibe to it. Wow. In fact, uh, if if you want to hear more, uh, so to the listeners, if you want to hear more about uh, the east coast of Australia and a little bit of Tasmania, then my friend uh, recorded an episode with me that's online now uh, called Home is Where You Park It, Australia. And he talks a bit more about Australia there too, but he mentions that Tasmania is the most beautiful place that he's ever been to. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you'd agree with that as well, but he, for him, that was the one. I, uh, I, for me, because I'm very, I mean, I love tropical uh, everything. Uh, Tasmania yeah. isn't tropical at all, <laughs> um, yeah. but it's, it's really, really beautiful. And I mean, if you go into Australia, but you don't have that much time to see all of it, I would I would say Tasmania is a really good option because I mean, like I said, you have really, really, really beautiful hikes. You have really beautiful beaches. I mean, you can see dolphins in the morning. Like you can, oh. you know, you can kind of get a little bit of everything. But the island isn't really that big, um, yeah. so you can. Eat. I mean, we drove around it for ten days, which we could have easily stayed longer. But ten days is, you get to see a lot of a lot of things in ten days as well. Perfect. So we completed our first day then. Yeah, for our first four days, I think that was, until Hobart. Oh, wow. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So we went on to a day, then we slept, I don't even remember where, Brandon Beach, saw the Milky Way, um, went to see Bay of Fires during the day, then we slept somewhere else, but I don't remember where. <laughs> saw Wineglass Bay, um, stayed at Friendly's Beach, saw some dolphins, went to Hobart, stayed in um, one of the couch surfers, where I, well, she was actually from there, so we stayed at her place for two days. Yeah. Um, went to Mount Wellington in Hobart with a lookout, went to see some waterfalls, went to the beach, went to the market, kind of see town, the town a little bit. And then after so that, we had to do the island. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought maybe you were, you were sort of just going, oh, look, there's this place. And then driving on to the next bit. Wow. That's much better. Yeah. Because yeah, the thing no. is, when you go, when you, when you, when you're already spending so much money going that far south, aren't you? It's, it's better yeah. to 
to make sure you're seeing it all. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Well, I actually that's well, I flew there, um, which was pretty cheap. Um, I don't remember how much I paid, but I think it was around like twenty, thirty Australian dollars one way. That's good. So that was, good from Melbourne. Yeah. I'm thinking from Europe yeah. to Melbourne. <laughs> no, no, no. From no, from Melbourne to Tasmania. <laughs> yeah. So Europe to Melbourne was a little bit more expensive. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a few more hours saving, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so the first four days, then. Anything else we need to know about those those first four days before we move on to the next place? <sighs> no, I mean it's just those. I like those first four days. We were just kind of traveling around. That's why I don't really. There's so many places that were just so beautiful, but I actually don't know where they were at all because we just kind of drove and stopped and, you know. So you'd recommend, so so did you rent a car then, did you? Well, no. So one of the guys, um, he's actually from Melbourne. He's he's born and raised there uh, and he's based there. So he brought his car and then another girl, she was traveling Australia for, I think, a year. So she had a car that she bought as well. So we just kind of all pitched into gas and stuff. Yeah. So you'd re- you'd definitely recommend then getting getting some sort of vehicle and just driving about the area yourself and oh, just yeah. exploring. For sure. I mean, I don't think Tasmania. If you don't have a car, I don't really see how you could actually enjoy it to the fullest. I mean, you would be. I mean, you can get into. I mean, by ferry you can come to Devonport, um, or you can fly into Launceston or Hobart. But yeah. other than those three places, if you don't have a car, you, I mean, there's not really any public transport system on okay. the island. So a car is, yeah, I a think, little bit it's, tough. it's a must. Yeah. Perfect. But it's definitely worth it. I mean, 100%. <laughs> so where to next then? Well, after Hobart, we went to a place called Broomy Island. Um, and it's just, it's kind of, I mean, I don't really know if it's actually an island. Well, I think so. Or like a peninsula kind of sticking out out of like right next to Hobart. Um, yeah. We spent a day there um, and we slept somewhere, but I, I I keep forgetting where we slept in like these random places. <laughs> um, <laughs> we went there. I just remember we took the ferry over. It was really peaceful, really nice. Um, just drove around. Then there's this lookout called the Neck Lookout, uh, which is just kind of like, I mean, the island kind of has like a weird shape, kind of like an eight, more or less. Okay. So like there's this place in the middle where you can actually stay and you can go up this little hill with you know there's some stairs going up uh it's very touristic but if you can get there early in the morning and there's no one and you get these really really beautiful views where you see i mean it's oceans on both sides but seeing how it's like kind of a half peninsula on the left of it it's kind of more of a bay so the water is completely different color that's really cool to see um and just yeah just like go there to the beaches and stuff and then um on the very going to be southern point of bruni island there's a really, really cool lighthouse, um, which is really cool to see. And then around it, it's just like rocks, um, which is actually really cool to just kind of, we just like, went out and like walked around and just like really amazing views. I mean, the ocean is crazy. We're talking like, this is one of the most Southern, most Southern points of Australia uh, with nothing surrounding it. So, I mean, like the, the ocean is just amazing. The strength it has, like coming yeah. up with rocks. It's, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's pretty breathtaking. <laughs> uh, the the a, a weird place that I learned that was um I, I did a cruise once um and and nowadays I'm not really a big fan of cruises but I was younger I didn't know any better <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and we were we were cruising around literally uh, the uh, the Mediterranean along the Italian coast and then the we, we went from Tunis and Tunisia to Ibiza 
and you oh, cross wow. like the proper middle part of the Mediterranean Sea. Um, yeah. And, and it, the, the, the ship was so rocky. We were trying to play table <laughs> tennis and, and batting the ball across. And then it just flies to the left all of a sudden because the boat's moving. And, uh, and yeah, the last actually, time you want to cruise, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but it was, um, but yeah, that 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 was the weird lesson and the weird time that I learned that that yeah, when when those islands are just in the middle of nowhere, there's nothing to slow down the the, the strength at all. The yeah, waves can be quite it, strong. Isn't that so amazing though? I mean, it gives you so much. It just it really puts you in your place. Like you know, yeah. you're 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 nobody. I mean, you know, Humble. if the wave wants to catch you, yeah, you're you're gone. <laughs> yeah, you know, if it wants you, it wants you. Gotta you. respect it. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no, that was really cool just sitting there. Um, well, we're just kind of around like the, like the southern point of Bruny Island, which I remember. I mean, I was there. That would have been around maybe the 16th of January, which in Australia is summer. But we were there in proper like winter clothes because it gets so cold there because it's, it's, it's on a tip. It's in the south of Australia. So it's pretty cold. It's, I think the temperature is very similar to the northern Europe. Mm. Um and it's just very windy. So that's like, like one big thing that I was not prepared for that I learned. Uh, Tasmania, bring clothes for literally any weather because that's one of the amazing things about it as well. But clothing wise, it kind of makes things difficult. When you, you can drive for two hours in Tasmania and it literally feels like you've been to Scotland and like a tropical Australia and somewhere in between in just two hours. So. <laughs> It's really beautiful, but it you know you have to adapt clothing wise as well. <laughs> so there's a good question actually. I don't know if you said it said it before. I'm sorry if I missed it. Uh, what sees what time of year did we go here? Um, I we came there January. I want to say like tenth or eleventh. Right. So and, in the middle of their technically summer d- down in the yeah, southern hemisphere. Exactly. But it was still Virginia, still feel, feels um, like Scotland in places. Yeah, no, like Tasmania, I mean, I don't remember it. I mean, also, I need like 30 degrees Celsius to feel like it's summer, but um, it's pretty much long pants. I mean, it's not really warm. I would say it was probably around maybe 20, 25 degrees in the day. Yeah. So that, I mean, they don't really, you know, when you think of Australia, you think, oh, you know, super warm, it's tropical, it's, you know, real summer. Uh, Tasmania does not have real summer. <laughs> Uh, which is amazing yeah. as well because you know that looking at the um looking at the latitude on, on my I'll go go on. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say like because like it's it's so temperature wise it's so different from the rest of the whole country, you know, yeah. that also reflects in the nature, which makes it really cool because it's there's um there's a lot of really beautiful places there that I think it's pretty hard to find on the mainland. Well, the main island I guess of <laughs> Australia. Well what I'm what I'm looking at is is on the latitude on my massive A0 map on my wall um Tasmania looks like it's the same sort of distance from the equator which isn't the <laughs> isn't the correct term but um, the, the yeah. same distance from the equator as sort of eastern Europe is um um and that you know you get snow and quite cold chills in um in, yeah. in eastern Europe so so yeah all right perfect well anyway my my very poor geography lesson there. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we all got Google Maps. It's fine. <laughs> so even in January, we're going to be wanting to bring different clothes and ad- adapt to it as we go. Yeah, especially if you want to go hiking, because I mean, you know, I mean, everyone who has been out on a hike doesn't really matter where you go. As soon as you're on the top of that mountain, you're going to be there's going to be wind. Oh, God, I mean, yeah. that's you know, that, you know that, that's there's no way around that. <laughs> well, if you think so about after. It. 
yeah a 1000 meter mountain is still a kilometer into the air so (laughs) so yeah yeah and i mean like i think i I don't i actually don't know how high up it is but one of the hikes we did um you know there's hikes you can do which is you know a proper like six or seven hour hikes um you get you get pretty high up (laughs) yeah absolutely but so after Bruni Island, we went to um, we went to Lake Saint Clair, um, which on the way there we stopped in a little little town called uh, Queenstown, which was really cute, very small. Um, but you know, if you're around, it's it's really cute to see. And another town called Roseberry, which is um, Roseberry was really cute. I really like that town. It's a little bit bigger, and it's um, at least for us uh, having been on the road for about a week uh it was it was kind of nice to see a little town and some shops <laughs> yeah what was it was it just the size of the town that made it quite cute or did it have some sort of brightly colored buildings or well i mean the kind of the whole vibe of the architecture in tasmania in general is very kind of old british i mean it was one of the colonies and like port, Ar- port arthur that i mentioned earlier in hobart is uh actually one of the i think it's one of the first prisons that were built by inmates uh, in Australia when it was a colony. So all of the towns kind of have that old little vintage, if you can say that, uh, UK, British style to it. Mm-hmm. So they're, I don't know, I, I find them really cute. I really like that style. Maybe because I don't, you know, I don't have any of that back home. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that's like Australia, everyone knows Australia is good with coffee. And, um, you know, I'm a coffee addict. So if you get, if you give me a cute town, and a good coffee shop, I'm I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's on the the bucket list. Is that's on the um? What's it called? Uh, with famous people in the green room, it's called a rider, I think, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a travel rider. <laughs> yeah, just go. You know, give me two mountains, two beaches, and a town in the middle with good coffee, and I'm I'm happy for a week. <laughs> Perfect. So, so that was uh, we had we went uh, we stopped over there just for like a while going to Lake, Lake Saint Clair um, and that was one of those I don't really want to say it's a hike I mean it is um, it's it's very long but I don't actually really remember going uphill that much and there wasn't really a view it's more like a big kind of national park which you just kind of do a loop around the the lake uh, which is really beautiful really peaceful um, so if someone that isn't really into hiking as much um, would want to see the nature side of Tasmania. That's a full day of exploring. Um, and it's, it's, it's pretty easy to do as well. Um, so I think, I think anyone can do that, that loop. So we just went there, walked around uh, that lake and we camped out there as well. Um, wow. And I remember that night, we all, I mean, at this point, you know, you go camping with strangers for a week with no internet. It's, a really beautiful experience because you're all just connecting very sincerely so we got very close within that week uh so that night i just remember all of us we just kind of had like you know our little picnic for dinner uh, and then we just all ended up kind of laying in a circle on each other's feet um and just having a competition <laughs> of who could catch the most shooting stars um, oh which wow. I, I lost i only saw like three um but the rest of them caught i mean it was literally like oh there's one oh there's one and not like small ones but like proper like you could see it and i was like oh that's amazing <laughs> jeez yeah, I don't, yeah it has it all <laughs> wow 
Perfect. And it's probably worth pointing out at this point as well. Um, it, in the middle of nowhere, no signal. You have been with these people for a few days. Don't oh, yeah. uh, maybe the listeners. We don't recommend on day one going <laughs> with strangers <laughs> to a place with no signal. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We did meet up in the cities, and we did stay, you know, in the city areas. Yeah. <laughs> <for three days. laughs> and we did talk. I mean, we. I think we got in contact, like in touch, probably like the beginning or middle of December, and we went on the yeah. trip middle of January. So we had like a proper, you know months of instagram to facebook and yeah oh yeah for sure ice, isn't it? yeah i mean i didn't tell my parents i was doing this until afterwards um which my mom <laughs> thanks for <laughs> it's so, sometimes i think other adults be sure tell them but i think when it comes to parents sometimes there's a time yeah. and a place for telling them after and, and or during or before exactly no it's just you know if something's gonna happen they will find out and if not it's better that they find out what you did afterwards knowing you're safe <laughs> yeah i um yeah i i climbed um uh in the uk uh, i i recently did uh scarfell pike and ben nevis and on, oh, wow. on both occasions it was really 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 windy um we're talking um on scarfell pike it was minimum 60 mile an hour winds oh wow uh, and um <laughs> And I just texted mum when I got there because she was she, she knew the weather forecast. So she's a little bit worried. All I said was, yeah, all good. And I was like, yeah, on the summit because surprisingly I had some signal. And then I was like, yeah, coming down to oh, the she, car now. She, you told her that you were going up? Oh, yeah, I told her I was going up. Yeah. <laughs> and then only, only when I definitely got back to the car did I call her. And I was like, my God, that was mental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to text her going, made it to the summit. Oh, my God, it's really windy, lol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, hope, I hope I won't fall off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah tell them off i mean that's what you gotta do for the people you know we're always more worried about the ones we love than than we are of ourselves so yeah. you know gotta sure. gotta take care of them <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure oh no my day so perfect so we we've we've camped um we've slept uh well we've led down on other people's feet yeah. and spotted stars and done <laughs> pretty and incredible an amazing... stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was really, really, really beautiful. Um, and we drove from Lake St. Clair um, to Cradle Mountain. Um, cool. And we did, we passed a really beautiful lookout. Um, I, did, I, I went, I was like, wait, it, it was somewhere, like I was going on Google Maps, I was like somewhere there. Cannot remember for the life of me where it was, but like the road was amazing. I yeah. want to say it's probably the, one of the only roads to take from Lake St. Clair to uh cradle mountain like the starting point so if anyone's going to do that probably will be, you, you you won't miss it yeah and if you look for it and you go a different road i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> and does I, the I, lookout I take you it. all the way to the top or is there some sort of a ledge just below no, the, so the, the the lookout so this i mean it was pretty close to rosemary town i think it was um which is kind of like they do a lot of mining and stuff so this lookout it was actually it wasn't um you were looking down, actually. So we were just driving, and we just saw these, like, really, really, really red kind of mountains with a big hole inside, uh, which I assume, you know, it has been dug out or something. And they just kind of have, a, like, a bridge going out, uh, which, I mean, I wouldn't go there for the lookout, but it's definitely worth checking out if you pass by it, which you will for sure. I mean, we got there when there was no one, and then, like, within five minutes, I think it was, like, three tourist buses full of people coming out with cameras. Jeez. And we're like, yeah, okay, we're out. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. About the time. <laughs> but, you know, we got our pictures and got our jokes of, like, dropping the camera. So, you know, it was a good time. <laughs> the thing is, that that's, it's worthwhile mentioning. I, I, probably if you're listening to this podcast, 
you're not comfortable sitting on a coach all day and and just driving for hours to get off and see a place and get back on um and if you are happy to do that and listening to this podcast then i really recommend on the next trip you do get a car just like martina said and and wherever you are just explore it's so much more free i just recently been to helsinki for the weekend and it was so much better having a car just on my own time on my own schedule i could go to places that on my own my own accord basically so yeah i think the most beautiful places you can see you just you know you don't know where they are or that they exist you just kind of pull over yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah watch a space for norway trip i meant to do this year hello yeah i'm sure to talk about it on there because norway is a gorgeous country but um yeah perfect so we've been to cradle mountain anything else we need to know about about the area well, um, Crate- so between actually Cradle Mountains, what we did, we drove to Lake St. Clair and then we drove to Cradle Mountain. We did the Cradle Mountain hike, which is, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, the hike, it took us probably maybe like seven hours going up and down. Yeah. Uh, we did it rather fast as well. Um, but it's amazing. It's just you, it's like four hikes in one, to be honest, because you kind of start out and it's just this trail and you just kind of go, it's kind of, literally kind of is like a, walk in the park we're kind of like wait is this it and you just see like the actual mountain far far away which is just like a huge rock mountain it's beautiful um which is the summit um and you just kind of go straight and you know pretty chill and then you have like kind of start going up and then it's kind of like that's kind of where you get into like the real kind of park area i would say you just have like some lakes and just kind of it's just really really beautiful and then you kind of just keep on going up and the last part to get up to the summit it's actually proper rock climbing kind of style. So it's, um, it's a very, very, very tiring hike. Um, I did it with two bad knees. So I was kind of like scooting down uh, <laughs> when I was coming down, down the mountain. It's just one part. I mean, if you have bad knees, or, yeah, I would not rec- It was not fun during it. Uh, if you have bad knees, this is not for you. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But it's it's a, an amazing hike. So you go up to the top and then you go down like kind of another way. Um, and there's just one part where, you, you know, you have to hold up onto a rope and go down. And you, one part where you're in like the forest. It's, it's so, so beautiful. Um, yeah. And from Cradle Mountain, one of the girls in our group, she started the Overland Track, which goes, I think it goes from Cradle Mountain to like the south point i don't know i don't actually know really where it ends but it's a proper seven or eight day hike um i mean she was prepared she had i think a backpack of like 20 kilos with food she had to have summer clothes winter clothes because it's it's a long hard hike where you can literally expect every season um so that's that's for the more hardcore hikers. So I, I, I left Sounds her to do that. Yeah. I mean, her smile when she got down, cause uh, one of the other, other girls picked her up after a few days. Um, and I mean, it's, yeah, she said it was one of the best in her life. And there's, I think there's two longer hikes like that to do in Tasmania. So, I mean, for everyone who's for really big hikers, that's really, really, really recommended. <laughs> Perfect. And and you touched upon the fact that there are other ex um, sort of not expeditions uh, excursions with the coaches because that's not that's not an expedition. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but while you were driving around the island, did you did you mm. see many other activities to be doing? Was there a lot of kayaking being promoted or coasting? Oh my or... god, yeah, 
Um, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say promote it as in, like, there's not, that's another really beautiful thing well, about advertise. the thing. It's not that, it's, yeah, but it's not that touristy, which is really, really good. It's um, oh, wow. one of those hard places to find nowadays where, I mean, you know, it's, there's tourists, but I mean, we drove around for a week and we didn't really, you know, see that many tourists. So that's, um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, we had so many things on that list. Um, there's everything. There's this place called like the Gordon River, uh, which they, I mean, they have a cruise. I know they have like some small town. We didn't, we didn't get to go there, but they have like a small town there. Um, around the island, there's so many different parts with like waterfall and waterfall hikes. They have, I think they even have like a place um, kind of northwest, I would say, with like sand dunes, uh, which I really wanted to go to, but we didn't have time and no one else wanted to do it. So, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I mean, and they have, you know, the really cute towns. They have a lot of history. Um, They have like the Queen Victoria Museum, which is one of the biggest ones. They have wineries. I mean, it's, I think everyone can find something there, to be honest. It's. It's, it's an amazing it's an amazing place to just go and be busy but in a calm way if that makes sense yes <laughs> yeah uh, yeah in a relaxed way you're doing lots of stuff yeah. but, but you're just happy you've got the endorphins and you're you're very chilled exactly yeah yeah thank thank i've been lucky enough to know the feeling so it's just life <laughs> life now is about chasing the next one i think <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, after Cradle Mountain, uh, I think you said that was, was that the last bit? Well, that was, yeah, I mean, we, um, we kind of split up after that. I went back um, with one of the guys we drove back to Devonport um, and yeah. caught the ferry from there and headed back to, to Melbourne. Um, yes, well, I mean, it, it, was, it was the end of Tasmania, still, still the beginning of a long trip for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, it was amazing. I mean... It's, I can't even explain. I mean, everyone who has been on those kind of trips where you don't really know what to expect, and then you yeah. just kind of like, wow, <laughs> like you can't even yeah. explain the feeling. It's it it was it was literally everything. It was exciting. It was beautiful. It was hard with some of the hikes. It was rewarding with the views. It was you know, it's just it's amazing. <laughs> Perfect. So before we get into some wrap-up questions from me, yeah. uh, is there anything else we need to know about Tasmania? No, I don't. I don't. I can't think of anything. I mean, other than I really recommend it for literally everyone. <laughs> I think it's covered. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So, um, I wanted to ask you went to melbourne you saw tasmania on a map you thought well oh, that's cool we'll go there there's not a lot of prep which is fine but it does make me think the question which could help people listening is is there anything you would do differently if you went again i mean this was one of these absolutely perfect experiences that we only get a handful of yeah. so for this particular experience no I wouldn't um just because it turned wow. out so great if I would go back um I mean I, do, I can just recommend to which is kind of what we did as well we had a lot of different places that we wanted to see and we kind of had you know okay you know if we have to choose one or the other we choose this and that and just kind of made a route of like, okay, we have this many days. We want to see, you know, this to kind of just plan it out the lo- the most logical way of of going around the island. Um, 
And then, I mean, you know, have a car, have at least somewhat of a route. Um, you don't really have to prep anything where it comes to, you know, like food or whatever. They have Kmart in, I think, any of the town. Like, they have it in Lancaster and they have it in Hobart. Um, if you're planning on staying longer on, like, the west side, um, hiking and stuff, I would recommend to kind of, you know, get some more food in the cheaper places in, in Hobart, for example, or Launceston. Yeah. Um, and that would be it, yeah. Just, you well, know, well we've got some good happen. tips there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's always it's always lovely when people say you know what I wouldn't do anything differently. That's that's yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're dreaming if that's your answer. Yeah. <laughs> one uh, no, actually one thing that I wish I knew. If you're planning to go camping, yeah. If you get cold easily, like I knew, um, <laughs> really, really, really bring like something warm to sleep in because I mean I was cold a lot of nights. I actually ended up sleeping in the car because it was too cold to sleep in the in the <laughs> tent. Yeah, so that's. I think that would be my number one. Actually, I mean, plan your route and then bring something warm if you're gonna camp and you you tend to get cold. <laughs> I, I'd agree with that. Actually, I, I I last night I camped in the garden with my daughter, <laughs> and um, and um, we it's at the moment the weather in the UK is at the time of recording is being about twenty three degrees Celsius in the day, and it's falling to about five degrees at night time. So we went to sleep and I had the dressing gown on top of my sleeping bag and I made sure she was squared away. And I was like, oh, actually, I'm a bit hot. I'm going to take off my socks, take off my dressing gown and then I'll just sleep normally. And I woke yeah. up about 2 a.m. just like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Put the dressing gown back on top. So, yeah. Actually, Why yeah, would it. you decide to sleep in a, like, you said it was in your backyard, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the back garden. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, she's not been camping before. So that was our, that was our second, second night tenting um yeah so but yeah but yeah bring bring one bring warm clothes because i get cold yeah cold, so yeah it's um and it gets very windy there as well i mean having it being a pretty small island on the south point of australia like if you open google maps and google tasmania you will see that there's literally no islands around it so there's yep. nothing blocking the wind at all yeah that's it you, you everything is raw yeah perfect what was one thing that surprised you the most about your trip to tasmania Oh wow! Um, one I can't. Oh, I mean, I I would have to say two. <laughs> it would probably the surprise, you know, dolphins that we just randomly saw. But like the Milky, no, I think the Milky Way and the way you see this, like the stars every night, they're just so freaking close. It's it's ridiculous. I, I don't know if it's just me coming from Europe. I feel like the stars in Europe are just kind of further away, if that makes sense. These were just like, you were like <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, the, the sky at, at nighttime, the stars, that was amazing. Never seen anything like that anywhere. Perfect. Um, and I'm interested as well. So before we started this recording, uh, you, w we had a chat that you're, mm -hmm. you're born in Sweden. Your, your family's Polish. You currently mm -hmm. live in Spain. You had a little yeah. bit of living in the UK for a bit, if I remember correctly. Oh, so, no, I've been traveling to the US back and forth. Quite perfect. A lot. So, yep. yeah, and you did a lot of traveling as well. So culturally, yeah. these things can all be normal to you or you can find some things that are a bit of a shock. So not quite the surprised question, which can can be an answer of nature. But culturally, compared to what you're used to, was there anything that, that took you by surprise at all or was it all quite comfortable? I would I would say not that I was shocked 
um, I guess it was just unexpected how kind, like everyone was just so nice, so kind. It was, it, you know, it, everyone were just really, really nice and really friendly. I guess that would be the only thing. <laughs> Perfect. You know, I, I I could have probably guessed that that was the answer. Uh, just speaking to two people on the show already um, who've been to and are from Australia, that's kind of that's I was I expecting that to be the answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And then last question, and because it's a road trip, I'm going to make it a bit more fun. But I ask it of everyone: yeah. if you could relive one moment, what would that be? And on your way there, what are three non-negotiable road trip songs? Oh, the road trip songs. That was um, <laughs> that was a, a hot topic, I would say, because S Club Seven. <laughs> the the group that we were with, it was you know we were all from very different cultures and styles. So we had everything from hip hop to more like uh, you know tropical house vibes to hard heavy metal at some point um <laughs> i think like traveling through australia specifically um road tripping definitely any kind of that tropical house um music that's it just makes it i don't know it just makes you happy it a bit more of a holiday yeah endorphin yeah. holiday sound yeah exactly <laughs> perfect and to relive that one moment where are you going I think for me, just because, so when we, when we went up Cradle Mountain, um, my knees were so weak. I actually made it halfway up to the freaking summit. And I was like, okay, I need to turn around because I will get up because I'm really motivated, but I won't get back down. <laughs> I almost didn't. Um, I would have to say going back and actually getting to the very top of that. I mean, there's nothing worse than going for a hike for eight hours and then just not being able to do that last 30 minutes because of like physical pain. Um, mm. So I would... That, just because, you know, I'm stubborn. Um, <laughs> breathtaking moment I would want to live. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and say, you know, the night we saw the Milky Way because it's just so unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really humbling though, isn't it? That, that's quite an impression. That's not, oh, the night I had an amazing spaghetti bolognese. Oh, no. you know, that, that, it's, it's quite, it's quite epic. So yeah, no, yeah that I'll, I'll give you that. Literally, you know, we, oh, here's a small little beach that, you know, I don't think we were actually allowed to camp there, but, you know, we met some random New Zealand guy from New Zealand, I think, um, who was just there kind of alone as well. Yeah. Just started talking, listening to music, saw an amazing Milky Way and just, you know, continued oh, nice. our, our trip. <laughs> and I really like the twist you put on that as well, the, that the relive moment would be to go back and, and complete something. I like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I would have liked it if I completed it the first time, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I guess the nice thing about the people who come on this podcast is not many of them are going to go, oh, I'd really like to, to have that long nap again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. But I mean, I have to say, I mean, after like 10 days of camping and hiking, I mean, the feeling when you're in a real bed and you have a real shower. Oh, and God, yeah. Clean. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a good feeling. <laughs> well, listen, well, listen, Martin, thank you so much for coming on to the show. It's really been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So that was Tasmania, and quite an exciting time too. I've, I, I really need to get out and see the Milky Way in as much detail as, as she describes. It's definitely on my bucket list. But I hope you enjoyed the episode too. And if you want to get in touch or you want to be on the show, then email me 
on btmtravelpod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed it, then please do consider subscribing. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, in a world where nothing's perfect, then if you enjoyed it, please consider giving a five-star <laughs> review if I'm cheeky enough to ask. And also, lots of interesting and epic ad- uh, adventures and episodes coming up too. So if you want to share with your friends, this is how we grow and spread the love. So by all means do. But otherwise, I will see you soon. Thanks.